Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey there. Welcome to an unscheduled Boomer Bunker because uh, I had to leave this morning. I had an emergency come up. I wasn't really in pain or anything, but uh, last night, uh, sitting there watching football and, um, well, I lost a crown. And I hear, and, uh, for any of you who've ever had root canals and crowns, you know, that, uh, it's kind of changes your mood a little, there was no pain or anything. Um, but I did have where the old tooth was where, you know, cause they glue it over the old tooth for those of you who don't know that that's what they do with crowns. They root canal the tooth, try to leave some of it. So they have something to glue a crown to, man, if I'd have known that that's what they left. I'd have just been like, rip it out, put in an implant. You know, they put a bolt into your jaw and they glue a crown to that. I would have just went that route because it's not that much more money. Who wants to see it? Who wants to see where my crown fell out? I'm going to share it anyway. Screw it. I'm an open book. That was the crown that fell out. So wasn't fun. Take a good gander. There we go. It's gone. I wasn't sure how long it would take them. I was... Very lucky. I, I have an amazing dentist, uh, very personal, doesn't treat you like cattle. When you walk into the uh, lobby, there's not like 15 people there, a bunch of kids, all that crap. You're usually the only one in there. He doesn't overbook. Dude, I called them. They got me right in. Well, first they verified that it was their work because I have other, other crowns. And once they verified, they were like, okay, which tooth is it? And I told them, they were like, yep, that's us. Uh, we did that back in 2017. So we will go ahead and bring you in at nine. I'm like, shit, that's what time my show starts. I'm, you know, this is weird doing this by myself. Uh, I was kind of hoping that John would jump in too. Just he's uh, having issues this morning of, of his own variety. So now, but now I'm starting to understand why these people put like a, a music bed underneath their show. They'll, they'll play something in the background. Just because I can't stand the dead silence. It's so weird for me. Um, I used to do my own little monologue podcast. It's Boomer Bob show, but uh, it's it's out there still. But I haven't done an episode in a long time, uh, probably about a year. And that's different. That's different because you're just I, I just record it to the, uh, you know, roadcaster here and I do some edits to it. I do a couple things in there to make it kind of funny, even though it's politic news or bad news. And then I just upload that, and that's totally different. I'm over here trying to entertain you people. Like I said, I, I messaged John. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go try to go ahead and go live. I've got like a few hours before I have to be somewhere. So I do have a whole ton of clips to go through. I'm, I'm not going to go over anything uh, John put on the board, just out of respect in case he wants to do that. You know, that was his topics, but I, I do have things on the board. I have a shit ton of videos. This is probably, there's going to be production faux pas. Uh, if you will, we'll start out with, I got this JPEG and, uh, I've really hoped that this is not like everything. Like this is just a meme moment type of a photo. Cause if that's our new army, we are aft beyond belief. They look more like, I don't know how old you people are, but we used to wear these orange belt things when we were on what we call safety patrol in like elementary school. If you're in like fifth grade, you'd get like a orange hat, like a hard hat and that belt, you would help kids get into their car when their moms pull up in the line. 
like after school when your mom comes to pick you up that's what we would wear you'd be like johnny johnny your mom's here all right here we go and you open the door for him put him in and close the door and that's what that looks like to me that looks like fifth grade safety detail so yeah i really hope like i said i really hope i don't look at this and think that's our military but maybe this is day one like they haven't gotten their haircuts and do they even do that anymore? Do, do they even, you know, buzz your hair or is that a thing now where you're like, oh, my religion, my beliefs, my own personal beliefs do not allow me to cut my hair. No, I've, I've got to have blue hair. Anyway, look like a bunch of cupcakes. Yeah. I, well, I mean, they, you know, for all I know, the dude, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's a dude on the far right here could probably kick my ass. So I don't know. I don't know. I know this, that the military is really, really good at training your brain so turning you into a lean mean fighting machine but i don't know that one had me a little bit on the worried side so i'm not going to talk about football fantasy football none of that crap i got my ass kicked again uh you know because i i I full-on expected john this morning to be in here talking about how i got a beat down and he still has a man to play um so him and soft's game technically isn't over yet pardon me Oh shit. I talked him up. I just literally just said your name. If you say it three times, I show up. It's like Beetlejuice. Like donut, donut, donut. Something like that. <laughs> How you doing this morning, my friend? It's rough. You know what? Here's a public service announcement. Check the fucking expiration date on your eggs. <laughs> I got up this morning early. Holy- isn't there a way you can put them in like cold water and if they float or if they sink, but whoever does that, you're like, eh, that's two days ago. I probably got some time, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting here getting ready for the show this morning and all of a sudden my stomach went and I'm like, Ooh, that's not good. And then I was on, I was running to the bathroom like five different times and I'm like, and I feel sick to my stomach right now. So when you said, my tooth fell out last night and i'm like yeah baby <laughs> oh did you, did you get the visual i shared a photo oh, oh no <laughs> i didn't see that i don't have anything ready i don't have any well oh, you're okay dude i've got so much shit pulled okay that one right there is what the, oh, 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 oh my god that's a root canal that's not bl- like a black tooth grin it's not some nastiness or oh. bacteria that's just what it looks like when they pack it from a, a root canal so he, he glued it right back in, man. He was like, yeah, there's plenty here. Because I, I was like, well, is there even enough to glue it to? Because it didn't feel like it with my tongue. And I'm like, oh. What do you do at that point? Do they just yank it and then maybe just go without it? Or is it? Well, if, if, if there wasn't anything to actually glue to, you'd probably throw in like a temporary just while we book the appointment to get. They would basically extract that one and put in a bolt. Yeah. And, and then basically a crown over that. It's, it's called an implant. So yeah, I've seen oh, them before. Yeah. So they're not cheap. They're about a grand five to start, God. you know? Uh, so, but I mean, well, fuck a, a root canal is a, about a grand, uh, a, a crown. If you don't have insurance on all that stuff is about a, is about a grand, 1200 bucks. So honestly, really not think, much more. I think if you go in there, you can negotiate, say, I can't do a grand. What can you do for me? And then see what they say. They can, all they yeah. can do is say, I don't do anything, but you know, well, I tell him I was a cash paying customer and they made it. Plus I've been going to this guy now for like 11, 12 years. He's amazing. Excellent dentist. Uh, I never wait. They're just so cool there, man. 
they knew that I wasn't into the mask thing. So they were like, all right, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, so, I mean, you can't. Every, everybody else knows wearing a mask. They, they would come out to the car, check your temperature, you know? Yeah. But I, I was like, I ain't wearing this fucking mask. And they're like, oh, you don't worry about it. Just go, go right to the room, room three. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I just, I had a COVID scare last week. It was a birthday party for my oldest daughter, her boyfriend, baby uh-huh. daddy. And so uh, my daughter had COVID last week. And then we find out that the baby daddy's father and girlfriend were there and they had COVID. So I'm like, oh, great. So uh, I don't know. So far, knock on wood. Touch wood, man. Touch wood. I'm I'm okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're vaccinated. <laughs> well, I'm vaccinated. And I've had you need the rim shot right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not- so I was getting into football. Um, I wasn't. I I had said I'm I'm not purposely. I'm not trying to get into fantasy football and all that. And um, I kind of full on expected you to be all, oh, fantasy football. We're gonna talk about it, you know. Which is, it's okay. That's fine. But I don't want to spend twenty minutes on it. But I took a video last night when last night's game between Kansas City and Tampa Bay was going live. I took a video that it's just like. What is they trying to tell us something? When did they start showing this as part of the football game? This is uh, Sunday Night Football, October 2nd. I haven't seen them broadcast this part they were ordered to live on TV in a long time. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think the reason they did it is because when, they, because when the players were kneeling down, uh, people were getting so pissed off, they stopped watching football. And now that the players aren't doing that anymore, they're being more patriotic because to be honest with you, people and not all people, but a lot of people watch football. They're very patriotic. They lost, they took a hit when uh, all that woke shit and kneeling at Colin Kaepernick bullshit kneeling down for. um, Yeah. Police brutality. I get it. But well, if you'll listen and I don't know if my audio in this video is uh, very audible, sorry, but um I kind of present my own theory. Okay. Ramp up patriotism because we're probably fixed to be in World War Three. Oh, is that what you think? Well, theory. I mean, dude, <laughs> I can't even anymore. Because if we're once World War Three starts, dude, we're done. I said we're all going to die. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> and and uh, people think for some reason that nobody's going to use nuclear weapons, and that's crazy. Truer words have never been said in our chat room. That's true. Tom Brady should have stayed retired. Sorry, bud. I'll tell you what. Um, it's funny because the NFL was really in the news. Uh, your backup quarterback for fantasy football. Oh, Tua. Tua Balona. I usually don't care too much about any kind of celebrity or athlete. None of that stuff. But that guy, I've, I've sort of like followed him, you know, throughout his college career and and post college and uh when he got slammed like that and his hands went like this i i, I didn't now i'm not a doctor so I, but i knew that that was some kind of spinal type injury and it turned out he was having a seizure yeah i thought that he dislocated his fingers because he didn't look like he went down that hard it didn't look like he hit his head that hard i mean i've seen guys hit and their head bounce off the turf he didn't look like he did that but well, when you saw head- him the week before, 
he got slammed to the ground and his and his head whacked the ground and he went off the field. Now everybody thought that it was because of uh, the uh, CTE protocols, but he was right back after the that was right before the halftime. And I'll be damned if after halftime he wasn't back on the field and they were claiming it was a like a back pain or or out leg something, any anything but CTE. Everybody was like, hey, why are they bringing him back? Hang on, excuse me. Good. I forgot to turn my phone off because I came on here. Ray. Is that the Jimmy? <laughs> Of course, it's the Jimmy. He, he always he calls, calls me. He's like, I oh, poor fucker's live. And put it on. I put it on airplane mode so the Jimmy doesn't call. And he he says, I I he goes to me uh, last week. He goes, I tried to call you four times. I go, what between when and when? He goes, I don't know, ten o'clock. I go, when do I record? He goes, oh, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that shit. I said, yeah, that's why I have to put my phone on airplane plane mode because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> Back to Tula Tula Tua Tugavaloa. Tula Tugavaloa. Yeah, good enough. That guy. So, okay. The thing is that they are since this whole protocol went down, you you cannot. They have they, they've changed it. But for some reason, I think that they were trying to back off of it and they can't. And I I that guy might Never play again. Never. When you have a I know. concussion that bad. Well, they like, probably won't. Even if he's like, man, I'm good. I'm good. They're going to be like, no, you're not. Mm -mm. No. Nope. nope. Mm -mm. We've got a nice little severance package for you. Uh, oh, he's got a major lawsuit. Major, major lawsuit against the NFL for this. They're well, going to have to pay out his contract. They're definitely going to have to pay out his contract. Yeah. But let's get back to me and my problem. I'm going to have to do serious cleaning <laughs> coach work. I purposely made my team all one color. Okay. okay. Why? The other color wasn't doing good, man. I was getting low numbers. I'm like, maybe that's it. I need to be, I need to be more, I need to focus more on diversity, equity, and inclusion. On your, uh, and in my roster. Yes. No wonder you're losing. Listen. Not losing. Uh, what I lose by like two points. Come on. Didn't uh, Teresa from Bad Poets Society or whatever? I don't know who that is, but she's a podcaster. Oh, was that the Nagatha? Nagatha. One? Yeah, Nagatha. Okay. Didn't she beat you? Like I don't know who that is. Yeah, I've, so I've been beaten. We will see. You don't get it. Lose to women. It makes you look like a bigger man. Does it? Yeah, purposely. Okay. See, that's I what I'm know. doing. That's my that's my thing. And it's like never argue with you, right. honey. You're right. You know what? You're right. Yeah, I wouldn't know for the simple reason as I haven't lost to a woman yet. Although, oh man, I think well, uh, tonight I think my unbeaten streak's going. Unless, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? The receiver Cooper for Cup. The Cooper Cup Cooper will will have to perform three times over his projections. What? Yeah, yeah like mm -hmm. fifty some points. Yeah, that's impossible. I'll tell you what. Soft's got a great team. He's got a great team because, uh, you know, my team's no slouch. Dude, there are – he has dudes on the bench that are better than my best guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I know he wants to – he wants to go – you know, drunk he wants to go over there. Boozy wants to be bragging about how his, his team – the team that he picked is better than – you know, and I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't care. As long as my Eagles win, that's all I care about. And that was a great game yesterday. The Eagles ended up tearing up. Dude, that first half was a nail-biter. Sorry. <laughs> I, I well I you I know like I, said, I didn't get that excited I didn't get it I didn't get that excited because you know it was they made a mistake and they 
they've been scoring 30 something points. So I figured they could come back and they did. They come roaring back. But I'll tell you what, that defense sacked their quarterback. I, I don't remember his name is, I think it's Lawrence. So, um, so you did a little dance after that win, right? Oh, I was, yeah, I was excited. I mean, it just, it seems like the team's really coming together. Uh, the only thing that can really get us now, get us, I say us, the Eagles now is the, uh, the injury bug because we lost a couple offensive line guys. Right. We lost our best cornerback. He was injured. So we'll right. see what happens. I got a video for you and I, you know what? And it, this really makes sense. Do you know who started this woke transgender unit? Um, the village people. No. Monty Python. Monty Python and the Flying Circus. Yes. In 1979, 1979, they did a skit. That's a holy grail, I think, isn't it? Mm, it might be. I don't know. Here's the skit. You tell me. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. <laughs> what? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a wound. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good it's life for Brian. We shall fight yeah. the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. <laughs> <laughs> it started. It's like, that was in 1979. I got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, cut me a break. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Somebody was sitting there watching, just smoking a smoking a joint, and saying, "I got it. We'll do this. We'll get everybody. This. We'll start teaching this shit." And the next thing you know, it's it's been this has been in one big entire troll by somebody smoking a joint and and starting all this shit. I, I mean, mean, when I was a kid, we'd watch what was it? I forget what it was called. Was it just called the Sunny and Share? That you know the variety show that they yeah, had. The on, variety show, yeah. I used to think that Share was just a man, a man with really long hair or wearing a wig because of her voice. It was so deep, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, when Share came to Philadelphia, uh. I was working at a hotel that she stayed in okay. and all these drag Queens dressed up as share were in the lobby. And I walked into the lobby, you know, because I forget whatever I had to do. I walk in the lobby and there's like seven shares in there. And I go to the, to the maintenance guy, I go, what the fuck is going on here? And he goes share concert. And they're all here because shares here. And they're all trying to get a picture with her. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Did, why don't you just throw them out of here? But nope. Well, while we're on that particular topic, my local news actually made the libs of TikTok. This is our local ABC affiliate, uh, Channel 31 WAAY. They ran a story on a local school here who, well, 
had some parents pissed off. Parents upset and a school principal apologizing. It's after their middle school students in seventh grade social studies at Challenger Middle School were asked personal questions in a survey as part of an assignment. Way 31's Matt Kroschel dug into how the controversial survey that was sanctioned ended up in homework. Matt. And Marie, those questions included things like uh, sexual orientation and asking the students how liberal their parents were. There were 48 questions in this survey. They were not vetted or approved by the school leadership or the district. The principal here at Challenger Middle School saying this survey didn't meet school standards. It's not clear if the teacher who included this in their lesson will face any disciplinary actions by the district because the district said they refused to comment on personnel matters. But the principal did send out an email to parents this week saying the teacher was asked to remove that survey and now they're apologizing to parents for the error. There was a question about very targeted information about parents, about you asking the kids, uh, are your parents liberal? Yes, the very last question was, are your parents liberal or progressive in the political thoughts? And the only question or the answer to that was yes, no, or neutral. Which I feel is also, once again, very inappropriate to ask a child. And it just asks just for liberal or progressive parents. And it's pretty much targeting conservative parents. That parent didn't want to use her face on TV or use her name. But again, she's very upset. And she says that she's brought those concerns to the principal. And she's really not happy with the response here. Just that email going out to all the parents says it made their family feel very uncomfortable. She's worried about her student back here in the classroom in that same room with that same teacher. At least that's the current situation inside. Parents. Whoops. So and and that like, Bob, let me tell you something. I am outraged. I'm outraged. This wokeness has got to stop. What do they care if I'm liberal, progressive, or a conservative? You know what I am, Bob? I'm a God-fearing, red-blooded American. And what's wrong with that? You I got gun-toting. I'm a gun-toter. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Well, and, and the only thing here, I guess... I guess I don't ever think whether or not, you know, they have to run these things through, you know, the board of education here to find out if it's okay that they do this stuff, but, or, or at least the principal, but these were seventh graders. So yeah. she, what age is that? Like 12, 12, 13, somewhere in there. Well, let me see. You get your seven and you eight to your five and it's, uh, it's about your 13 years old there, Bob. I started fucking the sheep. Well, in Alabama, they might all be 21 in Alabama. I told hey, enough to drink. Hell, they can answer a couple questions. <laughs> Listen, to be quite honest with you, this is what bothers me. Everybody gets outed, right? Everybody gets doxxed. This teacher, the, the, the assignment went home. They know who the teacher is. Why aren't they doxing? Why aren't the people doxing the teachers? Bob, I want answers. <laughs> well, you're not going to get any. <laughs> the teacher should be fired. That's what has to start to happen with this shit. They need to be fired. You can't, I mean, this is, come on now. Well, let's just stop the nonsense. I just showed you Monty Python was making fun of this shit back in 79. It was a joke. It's still a joke. Man can have Ooh, a baby. It's serious. It's not serious. They teach this shit to kids. They should be ashamed of this. I'm, I, I say this all the time. 10 years ago, if you did this shit in school, you'd be arrested for child, uh, the, What's it called? Uh, contributing to a delinquency of a minor. This is ridiculous. Yeah. 
Now all of a sudden we're we're celebrating it. Give me a fucking break. Well, because we because we play in to, I say we because I I had a kid in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You, you probably had kids before then. I oh, know. When did you start having kids? Two thousand. Okay, so oh, wow. Nineteen ninety eight. I, I had a kid before you did. So nineteen ninety eight was my first, and then yeah, mine was ninety six. So you know, uh, uh, rearing them, I being low low class piece of scum that I am, I didn't bother catering to my kid. I didn't. You know, when she wanted some shit and she wasn't going to get it, I was honest with her. I was like, you ain't getting that. And here's why. Either yeah. I don't have the money or you, do you remember when I asked you to clean your room the other day and you were like, and you gave me attitude about it? Well, that's why you're not getting that right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I would give her an explanation, but I would, but I would hold firm and I didn't just bend, bend over. Okay. Well, here, have whatever you want. I don't want you to be un, unhappy. I, all your, all, you know, your imaginary friend is real. No, it's not. But I think there's a lot of people, my my age group, my generation, that did cater. They did give in. They did go, well, okay, you're a princess. Here, dress up as it. Go to school like that. We'll take you to the grocery store dressed as a fucking whatever. You know what I mean? You just and and I think that's turning out to be a problem. Like how these kids were were just allowed to just live in their own fucking little love fantasy world, and and now they want it to that world to be like a the real world, and it's not. So here's a perfect example of uh, this person in the chat. When Gab, I guess that's the person. That's, that's Gabrielle. Gabrielle was in kindergarten. The teacher said. My granddaughter. Okay. Said so the teacher gets to vote for president. Gab, Gabrielle voted for Trump. And then all the kids who voted for Trump were told that they were not allowed to vote for Trump because he was a bad man. Now, what? The, why would they, Why is he on the ballot? What? Again. Because they want to mark, they want to know who to give bad grades to. Listen, I remember going to school, and there was plenty of times when either it was a social studies or a civics class that we were in, and there was a presidential election. Election, we held an election in a class to see who we would vote for, and then the, the votes were counted, and they just put it up there, and they said, "Okay, uh, I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to think who was when I was in uh, who was running against uh, who ran against." Ronald Reagan. Oh, I was out of school. Well, uh, wasn't there Mondale in uh, 84? It was Jimmy Carter. Who ran against well, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter? Carter ran against him against uh, Gerald Ford? Yeah. Um, well, that was back in what, 76? Yeah, well, that's when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I was five. 76 to 79 is when I was in high school. Yeah. And my wife, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we got a chance and they just put it up there. Nope. Again. They were you were told that you had a right to your opinion and you had a right, and then what you had to do is defend your opinion. In other words, you said, Oh, I want to vote for Trump. And they wouldn't say, Well, he's a bad man. They would say, Why would you want to vote for Trump? And say, Well, because he seems to be bucking the system that seems to be corrupt in Washington. You know, he's he wants to run the the government like a business. And uh, and uh that's how businesses, I mean, that's how to be honest with you, that's we've had such a, a problem with debt in this country, we, you know. I was just looking the other day. They were talking about um, I looked at the debate that they had between Ross Perot, uh, Bush, Clinton. Clinton and Bush one. Yes. Ross said he owned those motherfuckers. Yeah. And he said, you know something? This country's in a debt for four trillion dollars. You know, how are we ever going to pay four trillion? I thought to myself, four trillion, I'd give my left nut. 
for four trillion dollar deficit right now. Right. It's 30, 30 trillion dollars. Well, that was 1992 money. Yeah. Four trillion. <laughs> I mean, four trillion dollars. I got so mad at that particular election because I really wanted to vote for for Perot. And I, I, you know, had a long day that day of work. I got off of work and I made it to the poll like 10 minutes before they were they were going to close. I'm like, woof, woof, I'm, I made it. And they told me, oh, sorry, you're not on here as a as a registered voter. And I'm like, what do you mean? I've been registered. Like, what do you mean? They, well, on July 17th, earlier this year, we put a list of all the voters in the Huntsville Times newspaper on section C18. So if you were supposed to respond to that to let us know because those were people that were going to be removed from the voter rolls if they Ain't weren't that nice. Well, I don't get the fucking newspaper. That doesn't That's matter. Cool. Oh, oh, I had the same matter. address that I did when I, I registered to vote. Mail me something there, asshole. So, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, and they're all crying at it. Well, it's you can't have voter ID because it's it's uh it's what is it? It's voter suppression. If you, a voter ID is voter suppression because your black people can't seem to go out there and afford yourself an ID, and they're too stupid to figure out where the motor vehicle is. So oh, they don't have money. Have that they That's don't have any saying. money. That's what they're saying. So then they went out on the street and they're like, uh, "Do you?" <laughs> to black people, they're like, "Do you have an ID?" Yeah. Did you? Do you have a problem with a voter ID? No. So. I think just regular identification, like just a regular ID card with like a photo on it from the state should be fucking free because they're the ones who require you to carry identification. Why do I need it? If I'm just going to the mall, I'm not driving. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take an Uber and go to the mall. But if a cop walks up to me and asks me for identification, I'm supposed to be able to provide him something that's in my pocket, you know, right. or, or at least give him like my ID number, like kind of like your driver's license number. You know, and then they can just look it up with that. But that shit should be free. But they're not. They're like they're like thirty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, these IDs were free. Like, if you didn't have a driver's license, you wanted a voter ID, they would give it to you. So they would give it to you, and they're like, "Well, we can't have that." But they could take and put if you don't come in and re-register by this certain date in the back of a newspaper. Who reads a newspaper anymore? Nobody oh. does. It would be better for them to go to the Twitter. How could you do it? The only thing I can think of. And this doesn't even work. Is if you went and put it on the county's Facebook page, maybe that would work. Well, I was like, ma'am, I'm 21 years old. I don't read the newspaper. I read Sunday paper, like like the comics, and I do the what do they call that? The where you look at the two cartoon drawings and you try to find what's missing, you know, or what's different. Yeah, no, I'm here. Yeah, I, it's it's um, I, I don't sit here and flip through page to page. Um, oh, yeah, I fuck. 21 years old man I, I don't sit here and read a fucking newspaper on july 17th what the fuck i, I just felt so wronged man so I, I wasn't allowed to vote that year i was quite upset mm -hmm. so, i'm doing what you're doing right now i'm trying to find so that was going to be my first presidential election vote see because it was 21 i and the last one i was only 17 that was in uh, 88 so i wasn't old enough to vote yet um not that i i would have back then all i cared about was heavy metal music and my girlfriend's titties so wasn't really into too much else <laughs> oh. there's a video hey while you're while okay. you're pulling that i got something i can just throw up real quick okay go ahead so it's been a year since this 
Uh, Talladega. We just had Talladega this this weekend. You, you can go on, John, and find your thing here. Oh, oh my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hit those first two stages and just. Let's go, Brandon. That was. Uh, it's, you know what I expect. Yeah. And yeah. you're. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, because uh, our president is so um, with it, like me, mm -hmm. about, I don't know when it was, but uh, there was, I guess it was Christmas time. Someone said this to him. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> he's down with it. Hey, he's, he's leaning it. into it, right? Sure. Or, or he doesn't know who Brandon is. He's like, who's that Brandon fellow? Who's that? Do you see the color go out of Jill's face when uh, he, he said that? It's like she's like what the, i yeah. can't really put that through so it's because uh, she actually knows what it means he on the other hand thinks we're doesn't. really patting some guy some random guy arbitrary guy uh, uh named brandon on the back mm -hmm. there is a honey honey breathe what's she doing now breathe <laughs> <sighs> okay <laughs> I'm just looking at the chat. I can tell my wife's going off. Yeah, she's our she's our moderator. Yeah, you know, John, you have to take <laughs> you have to take. Well, because I know I can count on her to be here every show. No, oh, I know. Uh, and if anybody I'm comes in here making n-word, if anybody comes in here trying to start n-word powers, <laughs> then she knows what to do with them. Okay, I got you. Just saying. <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen this show. Or what's this this thing? It's called Deconstructing Karen. I think I've heard of it. Okay. So de Deconstructing Karen is where white women go and have a struggle session with a black woman. And a black woman tells them what pieces of shit they are. And I, I watched this and I said, holy mackerel. So uh, here we go. You know what I expect of white women? Not a damn thing nothing. I expect nothing of you because you have never given me anything. I can't trust you. Okay. I am a liberal white woman. We are absolutely the most dangerous women out there. We are now I agree with that. Liberal white women are the most dangerous people out there because they're fucking morons. They're hey, hey. Well, okay. Liberal white women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. You know how much they paid for this? Guess how much I paid for this, Bob? For what? For, to sit here for this. Each? Oh, oh, you mean they like charge charged by the plate kind of I thing? Guess. Yeah. Uh, five thousand dollars. Twenty five hundred. Well, twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. So these aren't super rich. No, but here, here we go. The most dangerous women that exist. Our arms. Because we want to think that we are better. White women have abused us our whole lives. Why do we have to hold your hand? Can't we just tell you, hey, you guys have hurt us. This is what you've done. Now make it money. right. I have this discussion with people that I know. Did the money go? Did the money that they paid go to the people of color at the table? First of all, <laughs> like a donation, like yeah, here you go. That would be sorry, funny. Sorry, I'm white. Yeah, that would be funny if the if this yeah. was uh, this organization was run by a white person and they made all the money. That would be fucking amazing. Here's the thing. Why is it that they're see the thing is that white women they want to they don't want to be racist. They they want to be they want to be the good people. So they're going to be grifted.
by these fucking charlatans here to tell them, oh, the, what has a white woman ever done for you? Okay, what has a black woman ever done for me? What has a black man ever done for me? Not a fucking thing, okay? And here's the thing. They shouldn't. God helps them who helps themselves. Not true. They did build this country back in the day. Black people did? Against their will, yeah. They were slaves, John. All right. Now? I don't know about now. No, I mean, no. I think the playing field has been... I think the playing field has been equal for the majority of my life, or at least that's how I see it. I think yeah, they've in, had opportunities the that I haven't had, like like affirmative action. Yeah. In the 60s, they this stuff, stuff started turning around. After 68, you know, shit started turning around, and race relations st started getting better and better and better until, until we elected a black president. And then he came in and started all this bullshit. I can't friends, lawyers, everybody, and they'll say, Well, Regina, you know, there are some good white people. And I'll go, Well, what have the good white people been doing for the last 450 years? What have you been we doing? Here, stupid. Obviously, it's not a I'll tell you one thing they weren't doing, they're styling this fucking lady's hair. Jesus Christ, she looks like she just rolled out of bed and been plugged her finger into a socket. This is going back to that, you know, that Bill Maher new rules thing that he did. We did it like what, like two weeks ago about you can't hold people accountable today on shit they the did. Rules. Yeah. The the times that were back then. Yes. Could you see like 450 years? No. Okay. If you're not aware, I don't own slaves. <laughs> Nobody in my family has ever owned slaves. There were, there was a mass exodus from uh, like Europe, et cetera. I'd say around 1900 from like 1900 to like 1930 there was a mass exodus probably prior to that because i'm an idiot i've seen uh gangs of uh, new york a lot of irish people coming off the boats but those people never owned slaves no. none of those people so there's a shitload of people in this country never that are descendants from those people that have never owned a slave and a lot Just of the irish as you were when you were born yeah and the irish were slaves here they're, they're brought over here slaves well, they were, well, when they got off the boat, they were handed a gun and told to go fight, fight for the North, you know, back in those days. Hmm. Oh, so. Nothing has changed. So I want a show of hands of everyone at this table who is racist. Watch this. <laughs> they're all putting their hands up. Yes, I am. Look, now they're now one. Look, y'all are racist. So I a couple people surprised that I raised my hand when I said that I was racist. I am racist against black people. So it's, it's institutional. Indians are institutionally racist against black people. I don't see color. I don't see. So how she said, I'm, I'm not color. Like it doesn't. Where do you hear this? Me at all. They're, they're, they're oh, sharpening their teeth right now. I'm just going to drop the bomb here. That's white supremacy. <laughs> you don't, if you say you're not, you don't see color. That's white supremacy. Blindness is white supremacy. Do not teach your kids to be colorblind. Do not talk about colorblindness. Don't say that, that I don't see the color of your skin and we cut ourselves open. It's bleeding red. If you're going to cry, leave the table and go into the living room. Listen there. to this. When a white woman starts crying, what happens? All the Everybody attention is everybody When I was in Charleston, South Carolina last summer, I get into my lift and the guy turned around and looked at me and he said, lady, he goes, I hate to have to say this to you. But if, if I get pulled over, you're just another black woman. And uh, he's, he's black. black. And he no, said, she's Put Indian. your hands up. She wants to be black. Day, 
do not see here again this is what i anybody that's not white jumps on this bandwagon no who's oppressed people from india they came over here on their own court. They've never were slaves. Shut the fuck up. I had neighbors that were from India. They wore the full, you know, outfit in it. They were nice people. They were they were really cool. Like there was always a smell coming from their house, like that that curry type smell. But other than that, they were they were nice people. Right. Duchess great, said, great fucking neighbors. Clean. Yeah. Duchess says, Well, I guess I'm racist. I cry all the time. No, no, that's not the, the reason you can't cry in there because you can't show emotion because then it makes it about you. You can't take the attention right. off, off of the people of color that are in the room right now. Yes, yes, because they oh heap attention on me. Is I am a my great 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 grandmammy was once a slave. So now heap attention on me, please. I deserve reparations. For what I have no idea. Oh, because my great great grandpappy once had to pull a plow. <laughs> like here, okay. Let's let, let's address some comments here. Sparky says, "Sparky." Yeah, it, it was kind of funny because earlier, um, Nick asked if he could he could borrow him to get into the bathroom bathtub with, um, Sparky Toaster. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Oh, get over it. Stop playing the race card. Neither your dad or your grandfather was a slave." And uh, it was your liberal politicians that did not want to end slavery. But of course, they forgot that or they were never told. Very, I mean, that's that's accurate. Right. This whole flip-flop thing happened in 19-whatever, when Lyndon B. Johnson was president. LBJ. LBJ. As he was known and, by his Mexican horse. Yes. And what, th- what he did was he, oh, he says, I'll tell you what, let's just open, let's just give him welfare. Let's give him welfare and vote for us forever. And that's what happened. That's what he did. And that's how it started. And that's what killed. That's what killed the black family because women could not get welfare. If there was a a father, a male in the house, Uh, she could not apply for welfare if they had a husband. So that was it. And that was how they started destroying the families. Look it up. I'm not this time. I am. Uh, informed about this one and this is well, i mean it's it's on the black uh, community ever since it's one thing to be racist just based on someone's appearance it's a, another thing to be racist because of their culture i mean there's you know there's a there's a divide there you can be racist and just be like i don't want to be around anybody who's not white and then you can be racist and not want to be around the people who have their pants hanging low. They leave their car stereos blaring at full volume at the gas pump when they walk into the gas station. Like, yeah, I don't want to be around those people because those people are rude. Uh, and it, yeah, I've seen white people do it too. There's a divide. There's a there's different you know levels of uh, racism too. I've had chats like this through my buddies a long time ago where we just hang around and drink coffee and just bullshit about the world. Oh man, I'm not racist at all. I'm like, okay, if I put you in a room. There's a group of black people over there and a group of white people over there. Which one are you going to go hang out with? You have to pick one. Gun to your head. Hive mind. They're going to go with their own color. That hey, in itself could be racism. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is where they're using reversed racism. You have these liberal white women buying into this hook, line, and sinker. I think yeah, it's $2,500 a plate buying into it. Right. And then the other thing is that, you know, it's reverse racism by just doing one simple thing. Change the word white to black. 
And if you say it, with the, when you say it with the word black in it, if it makes your eyebrows go up, then it's racist. That's as simple as it gets. Now, do I think that I think that we should be working for equality, not equity? I think we should make it where we, you know, everybody gets the same chance and then the cream rises to the top. Doesn't matter. I'm not saying you don't see it. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. If we went with equity, then what we would have to do is we would have to make, I don't know, uh, let's see. What would we have to do to the NFL to put? And it would. I, I went with equity this last week and I got beat. Right. So what I'm saying is that if you go with equity in the NFL, you make you you destroy the product. What you want is you want the best players on the team, whether they're white or black. Or, well, let's look at our, our mop-headed Muppet. Correct. The fucking box-checking diversity hire. Yeah. Now, is it do, do we care that she's black? No, we no. don't. Do, do we care that she eats snatch? No. No, we don't care about any of that. I don't care who she lays, how she prays, or, or the color of her skin just be able to do your job properly i don't i don't care about any of that i just want you to do a good job or do the job you're supposed to be doing exactly right don't tell me just because there's never been a a black female that's done this before okay well if the 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 best person for that job is a black female then by all means then that's the person should have the job when was the last time a truth was told in the white house press room coming from the podium oh jesus Christ, Bob, I have no yeah, idea. So why even have it anymore? Let's just shut that shit down. Because it's all lies yeah. anyway. It's all cover-up bullshit. All it does is just make whatever admin is is in power right now look even fucking worse. Well, see, no. This, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it's supposed to do. That's what the, the media was supposed to do. They were supposed to be able to keep the powers to be in check. But now the powers to be are, are all bought by corporate media, and they're, uh, they're basically, um, you know, one side advocates so you know when she says stuff like uh when biden was sitting there trying to find the dead congressman where's 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 she at Um, he just had her top of mind really because he yelled out two other names he credited two other names and didn't look for them in the audience but when he got to the dead woman yeah is she here uh where you at janet here's an interesting here's an interesting uh, chat message from Grackle from Grackle. If black people were all in sports jerseys versus white people in suits, the white sports fans would sit with the black people. Okay. Yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. And, and then wait a minute. Well, then, hold on. Wait a minute. And then how would the, how would the black people feel when this white guy comes over and starts hanging out and say, Hey, what's up? They'd be like, you get the side eye, you know, you would. Yeah. Because you do see color. Of course you well, see it, color. It goes both directions. To say okay. that, that you know, racism can only come from white people to other non-white people is absolutely fucking absurd. Yeah. Why don't cats fuck dogs? Are they racist? Huh? I don't know. I just, that just popped into my head for some reason. I, I got a squirrel <laughs> in my garage and uh, trying now, to get his ass out of here, and it just popped into my head for some reason. Look. The the thing is that for some reason, somebody got it into liberal white women's head that they're going to be able to just acquiesce, the acquiesce to, to this 
bullshit wokeness of the black people and they will be give forgiven for the sins of the past. And that's not happening. It's not happening. White ladies, take your seat next to the white guys because we're at the bottom now. We're at the bottom. Wait, I would never. No, I happen to know that she's half Italian. <laughs> so, well, okay, I, I guess I never I mean, date an Italian. Well, maybe she's had some uh, issues with Italian men. Watch, watch know. too much uh, Sopranos, right? Watch they all got a freaking Jamar. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tristan, I date an Italian. Uh, he you would date, date a he, sandwich. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd fuck a snake if you get somebody to hold it still long enough. Here we go. That's exactly it. It's white guilt being taught to children in school. Yeah. Yeah. Look, do I, am I proud that what people who share my same skin color did long time ago? No. But do I, am I also aware that that was then and not now? And that that's, I'm not trying to say it's right, but that's just what you did back then. That's just, that's, that's what they knew. Listen, there were slaves like Bill Maher says, humans aren't good people. There's been slaves since they, they someone figured out you could have a slave. Since someone had some, was able to make somebody else do something for them, there's been slaves. Well, I will admit that you know slavery, that the slavery gets shit done. Okay, look at the pyramids. I get that. Oh, that was aliens. That's right. And then well, you it, also- it, it, it gets shit done, but it's also uh, a major humanitarian problem. Like it's not right. Yeah. I don't know. But my thing is that governments are clamping down on people now. And we don't seem to have a way of telling the governments to go fuck themselves. And we really do need that. Uh, I have this one story that I want to bring up. There's an actress in Canada. She had to take the shot. She had to take the jab. And she got the bell poly. And uh, here she is. Well, this is not a video I want to make. Um, and it's kind of hard to make because as I'm watching myself, let's see um, what I'm going to say, which is I have been diagnosed with Bell's palsy, which is paralysis on one side of the face. For me, it's uh, this side here. The left I was going to guess the other one. Um. So I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine and I had a rough go with the vaccine. Um, you can still cry out of that eye, but I have to say that she can't I really blink do it again because yeah, I probably got dry eye watch to see people. So um, I don't know why I'm making this video, but here's my word smile. Cause you're a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the smile. Let's see if I can smile. There, that's the smile. When you got that's that a uh, smile. You should put that on your freaking driver's license. So again, this is the government that made people uh, take this vaccine. And it, let me guess, she said that she would gladly do it all over again. She would do it again because you have to to be part of society. Predictable. You have, yeah, you have to be part of society. So she took that. And now she uh, looks like Popeye. You know, all you have to I got your belt palsy. So, yeah. And well, blow me down. Right. And Biden was here when he when these jabs first came out. And he says, well, I can't I can't mandate them. And then the next thing you know, he's like, I can mandate them. 
Well, they just go through other channels like the Department of Labor and the military, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. And I don't know. Listen, that's kind of what I mean. But that's but that's the M.O. of anybody that's in power. Oh, what do you mean? I'm not allowed to do that. Well, there's got to be some way. Find a loophole. And that's what they do. That's how they evade taxes. That's how they get, you know, fucking immigration problems. I mean, everything. They just, however they want to get their agenda through, they just find a loophole and they pay people to find the fucking loopholes and do it. Well, this is, Canada is like their test ground. In other words, they do all this shit up in Canada. Uh, They shut their, they shut the, uh, when the truckers were having, were having their strike and their great honking. Yes. The great honking. They uh, shut down the, their finances and and anybody that tried to finance them. So what they do here is they make an example of one person and they say, look, and they really come down on one person and everybody else gets in line because they don't want that shit either. And that's what happens here. So and it's the same thing that's happening in the United States right now. The FBI has been weaponized against the people of the United States. And you think that the media will cover this? No. Some, you know, Dan Bongino had a couple whistleblowers. So now what happens if you're an FBI whistleblower? Now what they do is they just uh, take away your clearance and they give you a desk job until they can figure out how to fire you. Oh, it was interesting. Um, you know, last show we did the story on the FBI taking all those uh, safety deposit boxes. Uh, oh, yeah. $86 million worth of shit. For no reason, there was there was no, no rhyme, no reason to their raid of this place and just taking all, breaking up in the boxes, uh, using picks to pick the locks, all this kind of crap, right? With a, with a, with a court, um, with a, uh, warrant signed by a judge. Um, but no reason given on the warrant, no names given, nothing other than they saw cars, they saw, uh, rental cars and cars from out of state going to that place and then, you know, leaving and, and like, which I guess is common for drug dealers whatever i don't know so they took all this stuff and well that same story was covered the next day by glenn Beck, and he did a really pretty good deep dive into it so any, anybody that's interested in any more on that you can look up uh, glenn Beck from last week but the uh, thing is that nobody's doing that the mainstream media is still right. how people get most of their news and i'm and not a big glenn, you know glenn Beck. i don't like follow him it just popped up on my youtube that he did it and i'm like hey there that is I cool I, listen, this too. I'm, I'm just telling you that it's okay if you, I listen to Glenn Black. I listen to Glenn Beck. I listen to Ben Shapiro. I listen to Dan Bongino. I listen to um, what's that? Uh, it's called Break. What is it called now? It's a liberal site. It's called Breaking Points. Breaking Points. Okay. They used to they used to be the two, the hot chick and that uh, Indian guy that used to be on the hill. Uh, they have their own company now that they made. Uh, and these are the people that I listen for, listen to for the news. And then I go and check and listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. They're not, they're not always right either. You know, there's the people no. on the right. They're not, they, they've got a spin to it. And, you know, I see them saying things and I'm like, mm, I'm not really crazy about this, but, uh, this is a, the video I have here is about this, is a woman from the world economic forum. And she's upset because, uh, they have, uh, their, they have their science. And then the other science is uh, disagreeing with them. Well, if you read what's on the back wall too, sustainable development impact meetings, like just call it what you, you know, what it actually is. We're, we're going to change the way that you live to fuck with you because we can. Right. So here she is. You know, we partnered with Google, for example, if you Google climate change, you will at the top of your search, you will get 
all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming more shit. proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world, you know, should know it. And, and we own the science also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. Yeah. She owns the science. They own the science, the world economic forum, the world economic forums owns the science on climate change. You know how much, Bob, you know how much fucking money we spent to get all this climate change shit now? And now these other people are coming out and saying it's not really true. It's, it's going to ruin everything, Bob. It's like when you put a coat over a Halloween costume. Oh, no one's going to be able to see it. It's ruining everything. Well, here, we're on climate change. Got a video for you. Dave Bondi. The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, she is requiring all cars and pickups and SUVs sold in New York State to have zero emissions by 2035. All new cars that are going to be sold. She wants them to have zero emissions. She is following what Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, implemented last week. He is also saying by 2035. What do you think about this? Will there be only electric cars sold by many of the manufacturers. Zero emissions doesn't just mean, you know, electric battery powered vehicles. There's other things, but, and there is some, some newer battery technology that is getting, getting quite a bit of hype. I don't know if it's the be all end all, but it's, they basically redesigned the battery, took a certain like layer out of it and it allows the battery to be more environmentally friendly. And it also allows it to charge way faster so we'll we'll i don't know what it's called because i'm a dumbass but we will see if that actually shows up now i've got another one here hang on a second hang on a second here's the thing if they make a car that the battery is great and doesn't take that much electricity electricity charge or better yet they put solar panels on the roof and the sun will actually charge the battery and you can go and you don't need gas or anything like that online right the fuck up and buy one but they don't have that now they don't have it yeah, maybe you can get your panels installed by Duke Electric. Yeah, Duke Electric. <laughs> <laughs> David Duke Electric. David Duke Electric. What are these, John? Uh, they would be windmills, Bob. Wind farm. Yeah, that's a wind farm. Watch. Here's what we're doing with them. Well, Bob, that doesn't look like it's very uh, economically friendly. Well, what's going on there, Bob? Why are I don't they? Know why that other one didn't go? Maybe it's too close to the other ones. This well, one had me like worried because it's right on, right next to power lines, but yeah. apparently it's just an optical illusion. It's on the other side of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boy, this is this is really good for the environment because none of that can be reused. None of that. Now they are saying that they can use certain parts of the of the blades can be somehow turned into other things like diapers and gummy bears look that up what? Not, yes gummy bears that shit had me worried i don't know i apologize i don't have the information i actually seen it on a, another show i'm not right network and uh yeah gummy bears diapers it's nuts wow 
I wonder how far away, like quarter mile. Mm, probably. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah, bye. Damn. Yeah. All right. So they're blowing up all these windmills because they're not working, or there's too many of them. Yeah. I mean, I I would assume that it's because they're out of. They have uh, reached like your eggs this morning. They've reached their expiration, expiration date. date. Yep. Well, there is a way to fix this, and that would be to go to nuclear, all right, for now. And if you want to drop uh, carbon emissions, and, and I'm just talking about for, your, for electricity, that would be a way of doing this. Now, here's another thing. They're, they're not talking about, like, you, there's, they don't have, they don't have uh, electric big rigs yet, Okay that can that can actually go anywhere go long distances or anything <clears throat> what are they going to do in 2035 when you can't drive drive a diesel truck anymore yeah these people are morons i mean you want to talk about i mean yes it would be great if you could just i got i go back to the same thing as where people go oh i don't know just put it up there well i want to i want an outlet there well there's no electric anywhere near it oh it just it doesn't matter just get it there Right. They, they don't have the answers. They're just saying we're, we're going to make a fucking law and then you figure it out. It's it's kind of like what Bill Burr says about the guy from Apple, the guy that died of cancer. I can't get, think of his name now. Anyhow, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. He's like, you know what? I was just thinking the other day. Uh, I would like to have all my music in my phone. Get on it. <laughs> and they, they did it. Yeah, so well, as long as you don't like fondled titties, he's all right. Yeah, this is uh, here you go. Um, Duchess says this that the buck tooth, uh, beaver tooth governor of New Jersey just signed a, uh, a bill to put a bunch of these off the Jersey Shore. Well, that's gonna Although, be beautiful. I'll tell you what, this week they could light up the whole fucking country because it's been wind's been yeah. kicking here. Yeah, they I'm gonna guess they probably would have been thrashed, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know their resiliency in, in that kind of a, you know scenario. So <laughs> I saw this one and I I didn't believe it. Folks, you cannot make this up. Vice President Kamala Harris said publicly that relief funds for the victims of Hurricane Ian were going to preferentially go toward people of color and communities of color. Said it out loud. But that's not the best part. She's speaking to Priyanka Chopra, an actress at some Democratic Women's Forum. And Chopra chimed in after she said it's the money's going to go preferentially toward uh, communities of color, people of color. And she said, well, and women. And Harris said, oh, yes, and women, too. So in the in, the, in a matter of 20 seconds, the vice president of the United States of America said that federal funds for victims of a hurricane that affected everyone, all races, all genders, was going to go toward people of color and females. Well, as you can imagine, the White House and people from FEMA and everyone quickly jumped on that. And of course, Rapid Response Director Christina Pushaw said, no, the vice president's claims are false. The FEMA release money has been given to all Hurricane Ian victims. All Floridians. All, wrong with you. Not based on race, not based on gender, not based on anything. All just how it should be because everyone pays taxes. And I 
didn't believe that. So I just did a quick Google search and no, I have the video right here and an article right there. Hold on. I got the video. Okay. So right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to read it, but yeah, they, they did pull back pretty quickly. Here we go. This is our vice president. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by, issues that are not of their own making. And, and so women. we, absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding that no, we don't. starts out at the same place. Why? No, it doesn't. And if we Why want we to, to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account. Yeah, sometimes we have to fuck the, uh, yeah, we have to fuck um, everything. And do that work. I wonder but, if when she blew her way to the top, did she hold that same uh, pinky out when she was blown? I'm telling you right now, this broad, this... This guy couldn't. This guy Biden couldn't have fucked this country anymore. I swear to God. Not only did he fuck him with his policies and everything, he fucked him by putting her as as one step away from the presidency. Jesus Christ! Hey, don't 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 call chicks broads. Broads. There you go. Now, <laughs> in fact, I'll call them broads for the rest of this episode and maybe next episode. Don't don't tell me how to talk. These broads are out here running their fat mouths and with this equity bullshit and it's got to stop equality. That's, just, that's what we do. I ran, um, I, I ran into quite the weird array of uh, videos and I'm going to try to give them to you. I'm going <laughs> to try to give them to you in the way that I got them because I began going, well, and now this first video is very awkward. That's what made me go. Okay. I don't know. So it says, breaking news, Fed expedited, uh, closed the meeting October 3rd. By the way, this is happening, well, as we speak. Yeah. XRP Future Millionaire. It's 9, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, as we get close to the futures opening back up and the trading week starting tomorrow. So 48 degrees this outside. This is some breaking news before we get into the, the wind is blowing analysis. at 12. The Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. There's a closed boarding meeting, a closed board meeting on October 3rd, 2022. This is the government in the sunshine meeting notice, advanced notice of a meeting under expedited procedures. It is anticipated expedited. that the closed meeting of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System at 1130 a.m. on Monday, October 3rd, 2022, will be held under expedited procedures. Expedited. Or expedited procedures. There we go. As set forth in section 261B.7 of the board's rules regarding public observation of meetings at the board's offices at 20th and C Streets, Northwest, Washington, D.C. Blah, blah, blah. He just goes on and reads every character that's on that page, right? Now, hold on. So then I ran across this one, and I'm like, okay, well, that guy, I mean, maybe they're just meeting to discuss, you know, they're interest meeting, rates or something, right? They're meeting to discuss the bond issue that's going on. This is my last get ready warning video. What are we supposed to do? I told y'all that when the queen died, the shortly after the banks would start to collapse. Europe's bank CEO shatter uneasy calm as recession fears mount. Do you got a lot of money in your bank? Do you got a lot of money in your 401k plan? Okay, this is the stock market right now if you, if you ain't paying attention. Consumers warn Friday is last day of paper 2050 um, notes Pound. can be spent. 
I also informed you that we would be transition to, transitioning to a blockchain quantum financial system. Okay, this is a draconian, um, luciferian bloodline. I mean, it's it's Nimrod, and it had a period of grace. I think I think that's what her name actually means, a period of grace, um, maybe four, five, six thousand years, something like that. I'm not sure, but that period is over. Okay. It's over. And anything that resembles Lucifer, um, underground tunnels, bases, etc. So he the banking kind of takes it in a weirder direction. Did what did you do? Find all the people that talk like you? Okay. So this shit came back to back. Hang on. This is some QAnon shit that you're talking about right here. Now listen, because there's Mongino talking about it. Okay. Huh? Come on. I want to hear it. Now the Fed's saying the quiet part out loud. They want a digital currency. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the biggest surveillance tool you will ever see in human history. They're now saying the quiet part out loud about the creation of a central bank digital currency. Take a listen. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. We would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which, is, which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking system. You just heard him say it. You don't have to listen to me. Joining me now is cryptocurrency expert and the author of Undressing Bitcoin, Leah Halper. Leah, thanks so much for joining us. You know, uh, you've been sounding the alarm about these central bank digital currencies for a while. Me as well. It's a big concern. This is the ultimate surveillance tool, isn't it? Okay, hold it. Hold it right there. Absolutely. And anonymity isn't even the word. That has nothing to do with what that guy was saying. That guy saying the blood, the Queen's bloodline and this shit and loose. Well, that guy. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Well, he was saying things were things were fixing to change and that it's it's not just going to be here. It's going to be worldwide. But they have to, you know, not everybody's going to be prepared at the same time for their, you know, digital dollar bullshit. They have spent this money. They have spent this world into debt like a drunk woman. Or man on a weekend and pass. All right. The United States is $30 trillion, $30 trillion in debt right now. All right. Uh, everyone has been doing the same thing. And it was, and again, as long as you keep all the balls in the air, everything's fucking hunky dory. But as soon as a couple of those fucking balls drop, they all end up on the fucking floor. And that's where we're at right now. And, it's going to go back the way it used to be in the beginning of the 1800s. In other words, you're going to have to grow your own food and you're going to, have to do and you're going to have to and and the world's going to contract. The world's going to contract into its own communities now. In other words, you're going to go back to your local butcher and your local, you know, uh, everything's going to contract. It's not going to be worldwide anymore because when you went worldwide, this is what happened. This is where we're going. I, well, hear this expert talk on the on the topic of our our money going blockchain basically and a digital dollar and after this i have one short clip that kind of follows it of our problems the worst of our problems is the fact that it's going to be programmable because it is digital it means the money can be programmed to be spent in any way in which um, the central bank or the government decides so one of my particular concerns is the world economic forum because they're talking about implementing a carbon allowance now this means each individual um, will be given a certain amount of um, whether it's credit or whatever it is carbon that they are allowed to emit and how do they implement that through a central bank digital currency so if i buy too many plane tickets 
diets or if I buy too much meat because those things, those things are all supposedly very bad for the environment, my money when I go to fill up my car could then be declined. So now they're literally controlling what we can and can't do with our money. It's also important to realize that the money can expire. So during times of um, economic uncertainty, central banks love to print um, lots and lots of money, which causes inflation. Um, but we could get to a point where they say, um, you know, instead of printing money, guys, you have to spend at least 10% of your savings in the next three months. If you don't spend that money in the next three months, then that money is going to expire. And if you can't save money, well, then you can't build long lasting generational wealth. You're always going to be a slave to the system. And, you know, I don't think people really understand the severity of this. Money is literally the energy which fuels your life. If you don't have freedom of money, you don't have freedom of so blah, blah, blah. Uh, she just goes on to go into really? the philosophical. In other words, they, they, figured, they, they figured out a way to enslave us all. So this guy is an actual reporter. We I play his clips a lot. Dave Bond, he's, he's good. He's, you know, Michigan. So should the U.S. currency go all digital? Should we do away with dollars and coins? One lawmaker in Nebraska is saying no. He is introducing legislation in order to keep dollars and to keep cents. There is a push going away or there's a push by the Biden administration to look into digital money and just having digital currency. But at least this senator right there from Nebraska, he is saying, no, slow down. We still need some cash. Now, I doubt Biden has anything to do with it since this is all like, you know, the Federal Reserve and whatnot, and they have nothing to do with our federal government. But anyway. Okay. So it's a shame. Because if if they didn't try to use this to control the population, this could be amazing. And when I say this by amazing, in other words, if they would make it where you would have privacy. So in other words, if they encrypted everything. So you have your money and then you could do it digitally and you don't have to carry any money because it's amazing. I mean, you have your phone. I, I swear to God, Bob, I don't even have $20 in my wallet. And I haven't had $20 in my wallet since I can't remember. I don't carry cash right. and I don't need to. If I go somewhere, I have an app. I go like, you know, boom, I just, you hold your phone up and, it, and you can go into the Wawa, you can do whatever you want. You can go anywhere you want. You can have an app for like, if I want to go get coffee in the morning, I have an app. It's, I put money into that, into the account. I go up there, I hold it. They hit, hit the barcode and it takes it. It's so much easier. It's so much more convenient. But the problem is they won't leave fucking things alone. In other words, they got to crawl up your ass like an open umbrella and they got to, and then, and now they're going to use it to control you. Oh yeah. Well, if you're not going to do this, then guess what we're going to do? We're going to take your money away. No, you shouldn't be able to take your money away. The same way you shouldn't be able to take your guns away and you shouldn't be able to take your freedom of speech away. Government should not be able to take away anything from you. Well, the fact if they're doing this, it's fucking ridiculous. And we're allowing it. We're like, well, you know, if you had nothing to worry about, I don't use cash anyway. Digital money is fine. Well, okay. Until they start to tell you, well, yeah, you're not allowed to use that at a gun store. Yeah. You're not allowed to use that to buy ammunition. Just listen to what I just said. I said, yes. if they had a way of encrypting it where they didn't know what you were spending it on, you just, it was there, it would be great. It but, be great. Well, that's just it, though. Every great idea we've ever had, we perverted on day two. Yeah. You got you to ruin everything. Gotta fucking ruin everything. Oh, and it's the same um, thing. They're coming for podcasts now. They're coming for the internet. The internet was an, an amazing thing. It did an amazing thing for people, for information. And what the, the problem was, they didn't have lockdowns. They didn't understand it enough to lock it down when it started. 
And now people have learned how to use it. They learn how to have information go out, like what we're doing right now, what Dan Bongino's doing, Ben Shapiro's doing, everybody. You know, they they they, they John C. Dvorak. Yeah. We don't we don't need here we are, two guys sitting at home. We don't need uh FCC licenses and we don't need to do this. And I can say right. broad if I want to, and I can say I can say a lot of things here, and I can't get in trouble for it. Now uh, they can't have that. They can't have. They can't have people. You know, this is dis- disinformation, misinformation. That's as soon as that started, I knew we were in trouble. They're going to do the same thing here. The next thing you know, they're going to have a ICC, Internet uh, Commission, yeah, Communication Commission, yeah. that you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't say this and you can't say that. Well, that's. I think that's what they wanted the Disinformation Governance Board to be. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. They still have it. They just took that crazy broad off of it. Yeah. And uh, now you don't have it anymore. So if uh, anybody out there has students in college that we're hoping to get that uh, ten dollars or $20,000 in student loan forgiveness, here's a little uh, asterisk to that. Well, Joe Biden just fucked 4 million federal student loan borrowers. I'm Jay Fleischman, the Money Wise Lawyer. Today, September 29, 2022, the U.S. Department of Education published new guidance about who qualifies for that one-time federal student loan cancellation. And here's the bad news. Under the original announcement, if you had commercially held FFEL loans, all you needed to do in order to qualify for that one-time cancellation was consolidate into the direct loan program. However, under new guidance published today, the U.S. Department of Education is saying that if you have commercially held FFEL loans and have not consolidated on or before September 29th, 2022, then your loan is not going to qualify for that one-time cancellation, even if you go ahead and you consolidate right now. If the consolidation wasn't done by September 29th, you are not going to get your $10,000 or $20,000 of cancellation, even if you qualify in every other respect. So That was more of a PSA, but... I said, this is what I think about it. So go fuck yourselves. That's what it is. That's what they did. Uh, Let's see. You want a little palate cleanser? Sure. I got a, I got a few palate cleansers today. I, I wasn't counting on you showing up. I was crossing my fingers, but wasn't counting on it. No, uh, dude, I'll tell you right now. Expectations. I don't. You, you can do every money by every money morning by yourself. You and this just maybe we'll yourself. see John. Maybe we won't. I'm serious. Hey, type J in the chat for John. Dude, uh, don't start with me right now. I'm not in the mood. I, uh, you know how I am. You can have this whole fucking show to yourself. Take it all. Take it all over. This guy, I don't know what the show is. Uh, Kyle and Jackie O, I guess. Um, he figured or found that Nicki Minaj is actually Jay Z. Here's his theory. Nicki Minaj, she's not the one singing. It's actually the voice of Jay Z. If you grab a Nicki Minaj song, yeah. and pitch it down, I've got an example. Yeah, you can like actually Jay-Z. hear Jay Z. <laughs> so if you're a Nicki minaj fan and you know that song and you also know jay-z's voice that sounded exactly like a jay-z i tell you what why not why not the guy's a genius that guy's a, now there's a fucking genius right there. Jay-Z is a genius. If he took his voice 
pitched it up, made it sound like her, and then all of a sudden he can send her out and lip sync to to mm-hmm. all these shows and gives her some whatever, and then he takes the, the takes the back end. Nilly vanilla, man. It is. It absolutely is. God love him. God love capitalism. Now this is supposed to start today. I'm gonna actually check the app here when we're done to see if it happens. Have you seen this one? I heard about this. My daughter was talking about this yesterday. Uh, It says adult Happy Meals are going to be coming to McDonald's on Monday, October 3rd, which is today. Hooray. Just another package delivered. This one's from McDonald's because starting Monday, they are launching adult Happy Meals. How would it be if this was the box that the Happy Meals came in with 50 chicken nuggets, super-sized fries showed up? Uh, In reality, they are going to look like this. They sent me this box. You can pick between a 10-piece chicken nuggets Happy Meal or a Big Mac Happy Meal. And you get a cool limited edition. Now, I, I actually, you know, the wife and I watched this at the exact same time. I said, well, there better be fucking toys. That's what I said. What adult toy would it be? <laughs> and and uh, adult toy. I wasn't thinking, uh, hey, it comes with a vibrator. Hey, look, this one has a cock ring. A little collectible. These are two of the four they're offering. And if you order in the app... You have a chance to win a sweet stuff like this. Would you wear that? Limited edition shirt. I would, of course I would not wear that. <laughs> That's what the wife said. Really nice I'd wear it on the show. All right. What's I heart McDonald's box. So yeah, they're available starting Monday, October 3rd nationwide. I'll probably be there just because I eat lunch there every day anyway. I don't and know what they're going to cost. Card, so check it out. So I thought that was pretty cool. All right. So I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at the, I have the app open here. And it has Happy Meals. So you have a four-piece chicken McDonald's six. Yeah, there's nothing here that says that I see. Cactus plant flea market box. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, I got a squeaky chair. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't see anything in here that says. So you get a, you can get a medium or large box. And it's just <laughs> all four. Tell it doesn't have toys in it. Oh, my God. I mean, are you kidding me now? An adult Happy Meal. <laughs> Ooh, I want the big giant fucking Grimace. That would be awesome. Can you collect all four? Collect, yeah, right. C- can you collect an A1C under six? Yeah, or I don't know. I, I want to know what they call Okay, so their Big Mac box is $10.99 here and uh, $10.89 for the 10-piece McNugget. I may go get one just to just to, just to to try it out. Okay. Would so, you get the chicken nuggets? Of course. I don't want to go into how I would have to order a fucking Big Mac in order to get it in a way that I would actually eat it. Take two burgers, put it on that bun and the center bun and the other one. And, yeah, put and then the I'm going to take the middle bun out and throw it because I don't need that much bread. <laughs> so that's what I do with a, a Whopper. I get it plain, no cheese, just yeah. meat and bread. And I take the top bun and throw it and I fold it like a taco. So anyway, back to our regularly. Scheduled programming. Do you know how Jeff Bezos made all of his uh, money? I thought this was an interesting little short clip of him. I thought he made it by take uh, putting his, a bookstore online. Yes, but this, there's a little more details that he gives. Here's this is only a minute long. It's a pretty good clip. Hi there. Who are you? I'm Jeff Bezos. And what, are you, what is your claim to fame? <laughs> I'm the founder of Amazon.com. Where did you get an idea for Amazon.com? Well, three years ago, I was in New York City working for a quantitative hedge fund. That would be 94. I came across the startling statistic that web usage was growing at 2,300% a year. So I decided I would 
try and find a business plan that made sense in the context of that growth. And I picked books as the first best product to sell online, which are making a list of like 20 different products that you might be able to sell. And books were great as the first best because books are incredibly unusual in one respect. And that is that there are more items in the book category than there are items in any other category by far. Music is number two. There are about 200,000 active music CDs at any given time. But in the book space, there are more than 3 million different books worldwide active and in print at any given time across all languages. More than one and a half million in English alone. So when you have that many items, you can literally build a store online that couldn't exist any other way. And that's important right now because the web is still an infant technology. Basically right now, if you can do things using a more traditional method, you probably should do them using the more traditional method. I thought that was interesting. I, I, I knew about the book thing, but I didn't know that what he did prior and I never really did a deep dive into Bezos, but he was, uh, he was onto something. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Under understatement, but. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I wonder if they flew him over to pedophile Island and had him, you know, jump into the yeah. videos of him. So they have him under their, their thumb too. Why is this guy still our president? Do you want Russia responsible for the rupture of the North Street pipeline? Let's stick with this, okay? So the guy asked a, a, a question in regards to Russia and, and the Nord Stream thing, and he's like, let's just stick to this. Hold on. There's a lot of important international issues, but we're here to talk about America. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk about, you know, America, because what's going on over there has nothing to do with us. Right, and he walks off like Cornholio. Oh, someone take me to get put some DP on my bow. <laughs> well, got his cornholio arms out. <clears throat> well, I want to see, you know, the other Biden, the one that, that was so optimistic. This guy. I'm more optimistic than I've been in a long time. That's inspiring. That's inspiring. I'm more optimistic about America today than I've been in my whole life, my whole career. Inspiring. I've never been more optimistic about America's future. Even in this moment, with all the challenges we face, Dark Brandon. I give you my word as a Biden, I've never been more optimistic about America's future. Not because of me, but because of who you are. Here's the, here the it's because cops of you. in the background. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. Biden optimistic about the country's future, says Americans should be too. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I really mean it. You really mean it? Uh, yeah. I've Sorry. never been more optimistic in my life, though. Tell you Deja vu, right? I've ah. never been more optimistic, and I mean it sincerely. I've never been more no optimistic joke. Not about a joke. America than I am today. I'm more optimistic about America's future today than I was when I got elected as a 29-year-old kid. Oh. I am more optimistic. I was more optimistic about this. But you get the point. <sighs> I got the point five minutes ago. So he's more optimistic today about America than he's ever been in his entire life. I'm more optimistic. I'm more optimistic. I'll give you a clue as to why he's so optimistic. And, and all of them are. All of them are. Now, this is an older clip, but well worth a share to me. Um, I wanted to ask you why you and your husband back in March of 2008 um, accepted and participated in a very large IPO deal from Visa. At a time there was major uh, legislation affecting their credit card companies making its way through the um, through the house, and what? did you consider that to be a conflict of interest? 
I, I don't know what your point is of your question. Is there some point that you want to make with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Would I, you like to make it for him? Yeah, you feckless cunt. You're using insider. You're using your position as a government official to make policies that would benefit credit card companies. You know that ahead of time. So then you buy the stock and the stock goes up and you make millions and millions of dollars off of doing this. And if any one of us did that, we'd be in jail because it's insider trading. It's not allowed for any of us, but for somehow some reason that people in Congress, there's a fucking some kind of dome around Congress where laws cease to fucking exist in Washington. So yes, can you answer that for me? And she's like, da, 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 da. Let's see if she does. I guess what I'm asking is, do you think it's all right for uh, a speaker uh, to accept uh, a very preferential, favorable uh, stock deal? Well, we did. You participated in the IPO. Well, I have And at the time, you were speaker of the House. You don't think it was a conflict of interest or had the appearance no, of a conflict not, of interest? No, it doesn't. It only has appearance if you decide that you're going to have a, a, a elaborate on a false premise. But it it it's not true. And that's that. I don't understand what yeah. part's not true. Yes, sir. Um, that I, that I would you. act upon an investment. Congresswoman Pelosi pointed out that the tough credit card legislation eventually passed, but it was two years later and was initiated in the Senate. I will hold my record in terms of fighting the credit card companies as a Speaker of the House or as a member of Congress uh, up against anyone's. Yep. So. Dude, she's been doing this. Her whole entire life. And yep. she has just made a boat. You know something? I always say, you know, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. And, you know, it's just never enough. Never enough. How much money do you need? Like if you had $10 million, wouldn't you be comfortable enough when you just go off? And uh, you know, them? that's that's what I've always said. Like if I made just enough to where I can live the rest of my life comfortably, I don't, I don't need to set up my kids or my grandkids or any of that stuff. I mean, if, if I was able to, then I would. But that's not major goal like well i only got four million i'm gonna need at least 12 to set up my whole family for generations to come i've i've always felt like you know what if so i don't have to work worry about money then i can do things because i want to help people i know i, I don't seem like that kind of a personality but i want to help people in some way shape or form so i would like to get into low level philanthropy helping local local people get whatever they need whatever food whatever <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you laugh about it, but it is a thing that I would do with my time. Okay. So I don't know why that's so bad. Why okay, you must have listened to you doing that at all. At you must all. Have jammed I out the angry biscuit song this morning. Taste the biscuits. Taste the goodness of the biscuits. Taste that honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. Look at that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it mixes my chicken wings. Look at none of that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes on my chicken wings. Take a sound. Taste, Taste the, the biscuit. biscuit. Yes. Taste that biscuit, John. Jesus Christ. Uh, what, where did that, uh, what makes you do that? I don't understand that. I guess that was the point of that clip is when you think you're weird, you need to watch that clip. Well, first of all, people make music all the time and they think it's amazing. They're sitting at well, the table and they're saying, and, and uh, they're sitting there and says, hey, listen, don't you get any of our honey sauce on my chicken wings? And the guy goes, you know what? That's a song. You should taste and the next thing you know, 
they're standing outside with a Casio and a Beats machine, and she's somewhere else. And I'll tell you one thing: that's not Jay Z, right there. That's not Jay Z. Um, now, my wife says in the chat, "I want a biscuit, honey. If you'd like me to, I can bring you one after the show." So, yes. tell me if you think this is going to be any good or not. Then, just on first sight, he's holding right. a drumstick at a drum set and a guitar and a mic in his face. God, that, that, that looks like a whole lot of white trash right there. But go ahead. Go get your honey sauce on my bullshit, oh I mean, I mean I, just first of all, awesome. Could he not do that? Could he could he do that whole thing with his shirt buttoned up? I mean, does he have to have his shirt open to do this? I mean, do we have to be subjected to that? Okay, it's it's okay for for uh Lizzo to do that. No, no, it's not. It's not for her, it's not for him. It's not. Okay, let's just say it's not. I, I'm on I'm on record saying that she looks like a, a peanut chocolate M M&M when she's on stage. All right. I like that. Uh, the wife says, well, he always shows up for band practice. <laughs> My wife knows that that's a thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, with me, I'm, yeah, I'm always here. Right. But... Looks like an 80s porn star. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Very talented. I mean, the playing the drums and that and singing at the same time. That's amazing. He would Every time they would he'd hit the snare with his stick in that same hand, he's using that to strum uh -huh. his guitar. That dude, just the coordination alone. I can't, I can't sing and play. Okay. I can barely play. I can barely sing, but I damn sure can't do the both at the same time. And then you throw a drum set on top of that. I can play drums, but I can't do all of that at once. There's no fucking way. Right. So good for him. I, I like it. Uh, his, uh, all right. He doesn't like the fact that I, I've said this several times. Okay. How about a goober? She looks like a goober on stage. Does that work for you? To be honest with you, she looks like a, a, a deer pellet. When a deer takes a shit, that, that round brown pellet, that's what she looks like. Okie dokie. Uh, Bob, do you guys know that the audio doesn't always come through the best when you're playing videos? It's pretty bad with the music portion there. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, could be your I'll connection. Tell you, I'll tell you one thing. I, I would bet that the music, the audio of that music wasn't good to begin with. Well, that was uh, like very white stripesy kind of sounding distorted. It was meant to be like that. that well, then mission accomplished. Yeah. Some of it, sometimes it, well, again, it depends on how the stream, what we use here for streaming picks it up. Tell you what, my next video clip, I will, I will press out vinyl and uh, run it analog and into the stream. So it sounds as pure as it possibly can. Honest to God. I think what it is, is when you take a video from a website, 
uh, it's worth it's worse quality than if you take and download the video and just play the video here. I mean, I've I've noticed that. Well, John, I appreciate you on, uh, I making it in today. I I was trying to be brave and do a show by myself, but she's saying I'm sorry. I I, I thought I saw you here, and I thought, here you go, here she is. Oh yes. Look at that there. She is being heralded right now on the news. This was on the news this morning, like national news about she's going to be playing in some concert with a flute. I remember what I said about her. You know what she looks like? She looks like that commercial back in the day for the Big Fig Newton. <laughs> remember the Big Fig? Here's the tricky part. The Big Fig Newton. <laughs> Golden cakey on the outside with the inside on the outside. <sighs> I mean, that's a lot of women right there, Bob. I wonder if she could get that flute out of her wap. Good Lord. That is a lot of women that right dude, there. That, I mean, that's that's more than just a busted can of biscuits. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So, Wobbly, what are you talking about? Because I'm having some... Because <laughs> you're talking about fucking Fig Newtons. No, she shitting. looks like the Fig Newton from the Fig Newton commercial. The guy sitting there, that's what she looks like. Well, I wish I could I, bring it up. How do you... F- figure just telling you hold on you missed what i did there i got it i figure i got it i got it at least i didn't say it with an n everybody needs to see the wiggle i mean you're gonna ruin their day with that you might as well go all the way and just call them everything where are my big girls at Good Lord. <laughs> so, you know when you get a blizzard at Dairy Queen? Yes. And they turn it upside down before they give it to you? Because it's okay. like a guarantee that it won't fall out of the cup. She looks like one that fell out of the cup. I guess. Here, I got one, one other one I got for you. And the chat is voting with a uh, row of vomit emojis. Mm-hmm. And somebody's saying that they just ate. Well, yeah, we should put that warning um, mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, maybe we can get uh, Deadward to do us a disclaimer as well. Yeah, we Ladies, if you could just support the WNBA the way you support a fat chick that's proud of her body and is no longer a threat to you, that league would be doing better numbers than the NBA. Oh, my God. That's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Oh, my God. You're a goddess. You're gorgeous. You look great, that bikini. I would kill myself if I looked like that. Keep eating. Keep eating. You saw an alcoholic where you'd be like, oh, my God, look at you. Your face down, passed out. Your kids are crying. You're a hero. You're a god. Keep doing what you're doing. Be like, Dude, you need to get your f-ing shit together. Get off the sauce. It's our buddy. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All righty. Oh, I'm just surprised I haven't chipped my pants in uh, these past two hours we've been here. You know what that music means. Time to go. See you guys Wednesday night. Thank everybody for showing up. I apologize that uh, we didn't go at our usual time. Are you there? I'm here. So uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, this was uh, not meant to be, but then it happened. So there, that is. Uh, It's kind of like a Biden presidency. 
So <clears throat> next Monday, you can see Bob do it all by himself. Maybe I won't be here. You're not going to be here Monday. Okay. I want to see you do it all by yourself. You're all excited. I feel bad. Well, I, I, it wasn't that I was excited, but I was going to brave through it. What's the worst that can happen? I stutter. I already do that anyway. Okay. I don't want to pee on your greatness there, Bob. All right. I, I Thank you, everybody, for being here. Uh, Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Central. Fuck your Eastern time zone. Do the math. GMP minus six. It's eight. Unless, uh, unless there's a large nuclear explosion between now and then, which could happen. I thought you were doing okay with the bathroom thing. Hey. All hey. Right. Hi-oh. Yeah, I've actually tried talking to Stuttering John to see if he wanted to do something since I also stutter, but he, he never got back to me. He's still trying. I DM'd him on uh, Twitter. There you go. All right, everyone. Years ago. We'll talk to you later. Perfect.